521 in the morning. It's your good friend A.A. Ron. Man, I went to bed around 10-ish, 11-ish. I can't remember. Once again, the NBA highlights were watching me shortly after I was watching them. And then woke up around like two-ish. And my brain was like, my body was like, go back to sleep, go back to sleep. But my brain was like, nah, partner, mm-mm. Not right now. Might as well go and just stay on up because it's, yeah, this ain't, that ain't happening for you, buddy. And I had some of the wildest dreams. I was like, my dreams are all over the place. Oh, let me see. I'm going to bring it up real quick. I'm going to bring up some of the dream. Let me see. I'm going to read my dream real quick. Uh, y'all just gonna have to bear with it. This might be a little bit longer recording. Let's see, this is what I can remember. All right, Scotty, he's an old friend of mine from my house church and his family. Uh, were there? I was praying with his kids. One of his daughters was eating mallow puff, like marshmallow stuff. I don't know, you know that whatever that stuff is called. Um, oh, my bakers know what I'm referring to. It's called a. Uh, stuff that they use like what is that stuff called mallow mallow no it's called puff for baking what is it called marshmallow cream but there's another name for it Fluff, fluff or nutter, yeah, fluff. Yes, fluff, there you go. This girl was eating, his daughter was eating fluff. And she sat in my lap. And then there was this other part where I had this cool invention. It was like a balloon in one hand and a parachute in the other. And then like a vacuum. And like I was able to like zoom around. It's wild. Um, uh, And then I was also taxied on a plane. Plane was not flying or taking off, but driving really fast, like on a racetrack. It bothered one of the passengers. They were like, because I guess the plane was going too fast for them on the ground, and they were complaining. And then all of a sudden, the roof hatch flew blew off, but it got fixed quickly. And I was worried that I would get sucked out of the plane. And this other part, I was about to go down this slide, and then like, and the slide was like. There was like a basement. It was almost like the slide to something like the entrance of somebody's house, but it went down. I don't know where it went down to. And it was like, and then a light bulb broke on the way down. And then I told my buddy Scotty that I was wanting to buy a house, but in a safe neighborhood. And I believe I was married to Katie still. I just call her Katie. It's my ex-wife. Because she used to go kaboom. Anyway, and also every day... I said, and also every day is a fight against the devil. He can, and then he can fight it in me about his, uh, let's just say his desires for his same gender. And uh, I'm trying to say homosexual desires. Yeah, he can fight in me about that. And then he turned into this other guy who used to be in the mission. And this guy, I can't remember his name, but I remember his face. Uh, another white dude because everybody in my house church is white um, I don't think we ever got a black family 
anyway or any families of color colors colors uh what else what else before we get this party started man fortunately i was not mastering my domain uh that documentary well i i did my best i went to sleep without doing anything but then i woke up and i remember that documentary i watched i was talking about like there's these studies have been done that masturbation helps you fall asleep and something to do with your cortisol levels and all that stuff i was thinking that would help me fall back asleep nope Mm -mm. didn't work uh and i justified in my head i was like well job said i um what do you say i made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a woman or at a may a virgin Anyway, I need to read the different translations on that scripture and then more scriptures about lust. But I was like, well, it doesn't say he made a covenant in his eyes not to listen to a woman. So, yeah, I ended up uh, I was going to be I'm trying my best to be a little bit more raw on this podcast as time goes on, because uh, it's going to help somebody just sharing my honest experiences. But uh, instead of being like super like a lot of these pastors where they like very thick they're so afraid of losing their jobs so they're like super pc and then later on you hear about some scandal that they had because they were trying to be pc around everybody uh i mean there's a balance there i I just wish pastors there's another level of like transparency that they they could go to and if they were ever able to get there i think it would cause a lot more freedom in the church and a lot more like there wouldn't be as much bondage in these scandals that come out, like the Deshaun Watson scandal. Like, apparently he was a church choir boy and went to church regularly. Who was at his church that he could talk to about these things instead of faking it all the time? Anyway, so... Where was I going with all that? Yeah, yeah, the scripture says he made a covenant with his eyes not to look lustfully at a woman or a virgin, but it didn't say he didn't... I've, like justify this loophole in my head like even say can listen lustfully to a woman so i was like yeah i found some audio sounds and yeah yeah and yeah it didn't work and i didn't fall back asleep so here we are 5 30 28 in the morning and uh recording chew the bible all right, we are in. That's why I relate to the psalm so much because I feel like out of all of the people in the Bible, David was the realest. He was the realest and most relatable person in the Bible. All right, the rest of this broadcast is brought to you, and going forward, will be brought to you by the one and only Jay Dilla Dilla Donuts. So enjoy. The great James Yancey in the background. It's like get everything all plugged in. Until, yeah, hopefully I don't get any lawsuits. So you might come after me like, hey, you're not supposed to play his music without our, our permission. I'm giving him credit. So y'all gonna get more listens because I'm shouting him out. J-D-I-L-L-A. And, uh, yeah, hopefully nobody hits me up. Any royalties. Hey, let's let that vibe for a hot second.
Let's go. So, uh, I was about to say. So here we are, up, about to make some deliveries. It's funny, as I was leaving, Pops is getting off work. So, man, I can't wait till that man is able to retire and get in his, his preaching bag. Yeah, my one life goal, my brother and I, biggest life goal is to help my pops start some type of ministry. And yeah, that'd be dope. Ah, where are we? I went Psalm. We are in Psalm 32. Psalm 32. Psalm 32. Psalm 32. Here we go. Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. When I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long. Day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Selah. Finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess. I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. Say lot, man, this is very timely because this is what I feel like I'm going through right now. It's like, yeah. I was listening to this Quest Love interview and he was just talking about like he looks at his friends and he, yeah, he, um, for those of y'all know, Quest Love was the drummer for the Roots and he still is like, I guess he, I know he still does music with them and um, he's on the, one of those late shows, one of those late talk, night talk shows uh, is like the band, the band or whatever for them. And does all the kind of DJ sets and stuff. Anyway, he was just talking about just like people asking him when is he sleep or when is he. And he was just talking about just like the real question people should ask is when I have time to just be me. And uh, and just talking about how the grass always you know is greener, but be careful. But be careful what you ask for. And uh, sometimes we sign up for these, like, we have these visions in our head. I was just thinking, like, we have these visions of our head of what we think life should look like. You know, our ideal situation to, you know, be married, you know, um, have some kids, uh, have the dog, and the, some of y'all like cats, whatever you're into. Just whatever your ideal scenario is. Some of y'all just want to travel all day long, like, around the world all, all every year, like, and just have unlimited funds and just eat or just eat all eat whatever food you want and travel and whatever whatever that ideal picture in your head is of what what a beautiful life will look like but it all comes at a cost it all comes at a cost so be careful what you ask for and uh i think 
I had a vision for how my life would be like right now. But I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be, even though it's not like ideal in my head. I would much rather not be doing deliveries, you know, um, and have my, my child support cut up, caught up, you know, be seeing my kids regularly. But I'm going to be looking back on this time one day and be like, that was the most freeing time I ever had. That was like the best time of my life. Like that was the highlight. That was the peak of my life when <laughs> I was in the gutter, like mentally, spiritually and emotionally and physically. And so anyways, keep going. Verse six. Therefore, let all the godly pray to you while there is still time that they may not drown in the flood waters of judgment. For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. Selah. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and bridle to can keep it under control. Many sorrows come to the wicked, but unfailing love surrounds those who trust the Lord. So rejoice. So rejoice. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad, all you who obey him. Shout for joy, all you whose hearts are pure. So he's going to pray through that. Let this song ride for a hot second. All right, let's close it out. Thank you, Lord, that there's so much joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven. Thank you, Lord, that our disobedience is forgiven. Thank you that our sin is put out of sight, separated as far as the east is from the west. Thank you, Lord, that there's joy for us, Lord, because our records have been cleared of guilt, Lord. <laughs> I got some stuff on my record that, you know, I'm not proud of, God, but in your, it is, you know, shows up in the world's record, but in your record book, it's clear. It's gone. It ain't even there. All my debts have been paid in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord, that my life is in complete honesty, Lord. Before you got. Thank you, Lord, that. That you have uh, prompted us to confess our sins. Because you said if we confess our sins, you are faithful and justice just to forgive us of all our sins and unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord, that our bodies don't have to waste away and we don't have to groan anymore, God. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, for your hand of discipline day and night. Even though it seems heavy on us, we can feel your tenderness along with that heaviness, God. Thank you, Lord, that even when our strength may evaporate like water in the summer heat, you are with us, God. Thank you, Lord, that we can confess our sins to you, not to a priest, not to uh, even even to our friends, Lord, but it's not the same when we confess it to you, Lord. There's a closeness, there's a uh, intimacy that comes with confessing our sins to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we stand naked before you, Lord. We don't have to hide our guilt 
and shame the way our ancestors did Adam and Eve when they clothed themselves in fig leaves. Thank you, Lord, that we can confess our rebellion to you, Lord, and that you have forgiven us of all our guilt and shame is gone, Lord. You've forgiven us of it all, Lord. All the sins we've committed in the past, all the sins we've committed currently, and all the ones we're going to commit in the future, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we can pray to you, that you consider us godly, and that we can pray to you. And we have time to do that, Lord. That we don't have to drown in the flood waters of judgment or the waters of Sheol. Thank you, God, of death. We don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to experience that, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are a hiding place. You protect us from trouble. You surround us with songs of victory. Thank you, Lord, that you guide us along the pathway, not just any pathway, but the best pathway for the best pathway for our lives. Thank you, Lord, that you advise us and you watch over us. Help us to not be like senseless horses or mules that need bit and bridles to keep us under control. Help us to have a spirit of self-control, Lord. Even though many sorrows come to the wicked, your unfailing love surrounds us as we trust in you, Lord. Lord, we will, will rejoice. We will rejoice. I got to spin the record back. Spin the record at. Thank you, Lord. We rejoice in you, Lord. And help us to obey you, God. We shout for joy because our hearts are pure and they've been made pure. They've been purified by you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I will serve real quick. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. It's wild. This morning, I uh, one of my things I do is, when I first thing when I wake up, one of the things I do is look at the Bible app. And I haven't been reading the adult one too like lately. I've been going to the kids one. Because something about it feels more like, well, it's all serious. Like, it's more lighthearted. And the guy was talking about ice cream. It's funny. I've been eating ice cream, like, every day. That's, like, how I get through these days. Like, I reward myself, like, hey, at least I'm going to get ice cream. I'm going to get some cookies and cream, ice cream. You know, you know, that's my halfway through the middle of the day treat to myself, you know, for putting in these 12-plus-hour days, you know, making deliveries. And uh, something to look forward to. And he was talking about how, I guess, the pilgrims or whatever used to eat ice cream off of actual pine cones. So I didn't know that. And that's where the whole ice cream cone thing comes from. I don't know how true the true that is, but he's sitting on the video, so it must be true. And the other thing he was talking about was popcorn, how I guess they people used to use popcorn to uh, lure in deer so they could like hunt them and kill them. I don't know. I forgot what his reference was to popcorn. He was talking about popcorn and it was crazy because once again, I've been eating ice cream like every day and I had, I haven't eaten popcorn and it's been a minute since I've had popcorn because my dad ran like, he saw that I was making popcorn on the stove a lot when I first moved in with him. And my dad is like one of the sweetest guys in the world. He noticed that and he went and got a popcorn maker, right? Uh, which is funny because when I was married to my ex-wife, she didn't like a whole lot of stuff like that because it's like a unitasker. It's like the only thing you can really use that thing for is to make popcorn. Anyway, 
my dad went and got a popcorn maker and I use it sometimes, but sometimes I'm just lazy. I don't want to clean the thing, you know, even though it didn't take a whole lot to clean it. It just work, you know. Anyway, for the first time in a long time, I like made some popcorn. And then this morning, that's what he was talking about, popcorn. I was like, see, winks, Holy Spirit. Like, and once again, when I share my winks with people, like, to the average person they don't they probably don't even get it it doesn't make sense to them like it's like what's this dude talking about but to me in that moment it made like it was like god was speaking directly to me i don't even remember what the scripture was about today but i don't know what was it for the kids it was mark four twenty nine. Oh, talking about seeds and the harvest and like everything that we plant is a seed um that will one day you know be harvested and it's like souls or whatever that's why you know every time we tell people about jesus like you're planting seeds every time we serve somebody or love somebody or we're hands and feet of jesus to somebody it's like we're planting seeds for them even the things that we may be doing that may not even seem christ-like this is what blows my mind even things that we may do like people say hey, he's not being a christian like a christian wouldn't do that what would jesus do like in that situation he even uses though our our sins and our bad choices or the ways we offend people or bad things that we do to draw people to himself. It, it's like in my experience, experiences I've had with other human beings that other Christians, especially in church, have actually drawn me closer to the Lord because I'm like, God, I know you wouldn't do me like that. You know, and I've learned to like have grace for people and have forgiveness and be like, hey, maybe they just had some personal stuff going on. Like I can't fully get into their mind or try to figure out why they did what they did. But usually 99.9% of the time when somebody does, I was talking to my mom about this, like when somebody does something that angers you or upsets you or just doesn't make sense, it's just some ill, foul semen stuff. It has nothing to usually do with you. I mean, it might have a little slight bit, but usually it's something going on with that person internally. And they they have a reason for why they are acting the way that they're acting. And so it usually has nothing to do with you. So anyway, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal, as St. Monica would say. Uh, is there anything else I should, should drop on y'all? Nah, not really. Just ready to get out here and make this make this Skrilla. And uh Hey, what happened? What happened to the Dilla? Let's go. We're gonna close it out. We gotta play. Here we go. Alright y'all, God bless, enjoy your day.
smile, smile. Life's too short to have a frown. And always be down. Get on up. Take care. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.